Welcome to Atomic Mind Dump. I'm perpetual guest Alan Manning. Got him. And oh. with us today, Brian Manning, Bobby Robinson, <laughs> Delirious. Uh, I uh, missed that. I'm Chad. This I like that because that was an actual old school intro. You yeah. know what we need now? <laughs> we haven't had in a while since the old days. We need old school Tony stories. Uh, Tony, okay. off the cuff, <laughs> can you tell us another old school Tony story? All right, I'll start when I first got to Vegas. Oh, he's um, going classics. Yeah. So uh, I guess uh, what happened was um, my stepdad cheated on my mom. And then next thing I know, we're moving to Vegas from Los Angeles. So uh, the way on the way here, like I saw my first mountain fire. Which like the whole side of the mountain was like totally ablaze, and that scared the shit out of me. You say you're first, as if any of us have ever seen that. Like, oh, I see him annually now. Mountain yeah. fire. <laughs> I only see uh, him on the news. Yeah, I seen him. Uh, I seen him before again. Like we were in San Diego, and um, and there was a big mountain fire, and a whole bunch of like uh, a whole bunch of uh, firefighters from like all over the place, from like Arizona, California. And their all, prisons. Yeah, and their prisons. And they were, they were all they were showing up. Political. Yeah. <laughs> so that was the first thing that I remember was like coming here and then seeing that mountain fire. And like there was like stuff, there was like flames and shit coming out off the side of the mountain, like fireballs and stuff. And then... Oh. uh and then uh, we shot our metal videos right there. <laughs> Get out of the van. We're shooting Black Sabbath. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, on the still going, still going to uh, um, Las Vegas, uh, our car broke down uh, or something. I forgot what happened exactly. Uh, but uh some old couple came and stopped by in their, their Winnebago thing and uh, picked us up. And we stayed the night at their house, which was weird. <laughs> Wait, they just, old couple just picked you up and then you just stayed with them? Yeah. No it's relations, all like, but nothing. Yeah, they're all like, like very generous and nice. And we're all picturing the hills have eyes. <laughs> we're just a couple of friendly radiated mutants you know, stay the night like, in the hills with us playing weird comments like it's gonna be a fun night never had mexican before <laughs> <laughs> and then you stop at a taco bell you're like oh, <laughs> oh, oh. It's just a bunch of setups like that you think it's nefarious things oh, no, no, even then he was snooty too was like they get taco bell you're still not eating mexican <laughs> yeah so uh uh i i don't know how they found the apartment that we stayed at but uh later on we we moved into an apartment and um at that time we were, I, was, I was still sleeping on the couch and for the first time they went out and um they bought like i think it was used uh it was a used uh uh bunk beds and that was like the first time I slept in a real bed. So uh, that that was weird. Top or Wait, bottom that, bunk? The Hill couple? Crazy couple gave you the bunk beds? No, no. They, I don't know how they found it. They found it somewhere. Who are you like, traveling they with? Who's they? they? Who's they? My mom and uh, stepdad. Oh, okay. okay. Oh, so he's still with you. Yeah, wait a minute. They cheated, uh, but she's just like, we just need a change of scenery. Yeah. We need, they, we need to go somewhere with less skanks. <laughs> Let's move to Vegas. Oh, you're still, you're still not eating Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Good one, Bob. Yeah, and the only reason we came to Las uh, Las Vegas is because uh, uh, we ha had an uncle here, so it was just my uh, my mom's brother. So that's why I moved here. And then, like the first cut, like a uh, couple nights. He took us around like uh, downtown and stuff like that. He just when saw there was the seven casinos. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, there was a lot. There was, 
I mean, for, for me, it was like, whoa, what the fuck is this? There's lights and shit and all, you know, all kinds of crazy stuff going on. As long as, circus, circus, as long as Circus Circus was here, that's all that mattered as kids. Yeah. I think all the casinos were here by the time Tony got here. <clears throat> uh, no, I don't think so. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, all, all the new ones. This was like in 19... Oh, shit, I was like five years old. Oh, the uh, 1900s? Oh. Uh, so <laughs> it was like probably, probably 19, uh, 1987. 1987, when the, mo- yeah. the motto for the Stardust was, we're going to be here forever. <laughs> <laughs> and then I remember eating at my first buffet. Um, and they're like, uh, you know, just grab whatever you want. And I'm like, oh, wh- do we got to pay for everything? Like, do we got to pay for whatever we grab? And they're like, no, what the fuck are you talking about? Just grab whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you're like five years old and you're worried about like how much things are going to cost. He should have started. Hey, he's been frugal forever, Chad. He's always about that dollar. <laughs> cargo pants pockets, like, I don't know. <laughs> the capital D in delirious is for dollar. <laughs> yeah so anyways then i uh i started school here and um the biggest thing about the school here was like i mean not the biggest thing but one of the most annoying things was everyone was calling me tony baloney <laughs> so 80s yeah. <laughs> so i was like that pissed me off really bad really? yeah i don't think they right? meant it to be nice that's no. kindergarten, right? Wait, you were yeah. the Tony Baloney at your school? Because we had one. <laughs> <laughs> Every school has a Tony Baloney. <laughs> it was your turn. Yeah. And then, uh, like, you know, went to first grade, second grade. And then uh, by second grade, uh, I found out, like, you know, they started sending you um, those, like, absentee papers, you know? Like, you had to get your parents to sign it. Oh, uh, the, the, like the census thing, the school census thing? On the- no, it's like like if you take a day off, you know, oh. they, if you don't show up, then okay. you have to I'm get your parents. So uh, I I started ditching to school a lot. And, like, I say, uh, like you're talking about absentee forms. I don't know nothing about that because I didn't skip school. I was a square. <laughs> I didn't have a hurtful rhyme. <laughs> oh, speaking of which, was there a Tony Baloney garbage pail kid? Because eighty six, eighty seven was like the, the height of that. Chad, Chad, look it up. Is there a I'll Tony Baloney garbage pail kid? Okay, hold on. Because then, <laughs> then I'm like, those kids weren't even clever. <laughs> I did. Can we send it to Tony? <laughs> do you guys I'll remember go. your name, garbage? I'm sorry, be off topic, but do you remember your named garbage pail kid? I think it's yeah. stupid, like Brainy Brian or something. Yeah, mine was. I was like disappointed that I was like Alien Allen. Uh, <laughs> I stayed up all night for this one. <laughs> oh, yeah, so we had those uh, absent uh, things where I was supposed to take them to, to like my parents and have them sign it. And um, like my mom has a dis- distinct signature, so I stayed. You know, I I, I would uh, at night when they went to sleep, I would sit there and practice a signature in a notebook. And um, <laughs> how old were you? What grade was this? This is like second grade. And you have a oh a, a forgery <laughs> notebook. Yeah. So one time uh, I fucked up and I left it out, and she found it, and she was looking at it, and she's like, "I don't remember ever signing this many signatures." What? <laughs> in a row to practice. Yeah. <laughs> the more I get better at signing my name, the more I go on. Tony <laughs> Maloney, do you know what this is? That was a cool assignment. Uh, I'm learning how to write cursive. <laughs> like, I'm learning how to write illegible cursive. Name. Did I tell you uh, my favorite? Was that? No. Keep going. Oh. Anyways. So, um... Later on, uh, I started watching um, like Van Damme movies and stuff, and like the kung fu movies and stuff, things like that. 
What's that? Were you to watch these movies? Did I watch those movies? No, did you itch to watch those movies? No, they just they they would come they would come on TV. So I just watched them and I was like, holy shit, I gotta learn how to do that shit. Hold on, I wanna go back. (laughs) I wanna go back. That's what were you doing? You're in second grade. Where are you ditching to? Uh just around the apartments. You're just even, like, you're right. That's a good point. I never even it never even occurred to me that a second grader would ditch school. Yeah, I used to, I used to ditch a lot. <laughs> you just walk around the apartments. Um, just do whatever. Just I don't by know. Your, just find by yourself. Do. By yourself. Um. Did you have a ditching yeah. crew? Yeah. No, it was usually just by myself. But uh, um. Later on, like when I was like, I don't know, I think it was, I think I was in third grade. I got, I, uh, I forgot how I got the money for it, but I just got it. It's only like five bucks, but it's a Swiss, Swiss Army knife. Oh, wow. <laughs> like actual, yeah. like the red, the Victor yeah. Knox one. Wow. Yeah. So I got one of those and, um, I started using this because we had an Oleander, ban- Oleander, ban- uh, <laughs> Oh yeah, there's bushes all around the all around the neighborhood. So uh I used a saw part of the I started using the saw because I wanted to make weapons. And uh so I started using the saw part of it to cut the branches down. This is this is Tony's ninja origin story. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I started out with making bows and arrows, and then eventually I went on to making swords. Um, and then, uh, like I made my first pair of nunchucks from Oleander Bushes. Yeah. Which- <laughs> this isn't so much a ninja origin as a chronic illness origin from Oleander poisoning. <laughs> <laughs> uh, real quick, guys. Uh, I want to thank uh, Chad for dropping the ball. It's bony Tony is the garbage pail <laughs> kid. Thanks, Chad. Oh, I have, <laughs> Chad, I have the list, doing? but I, I have the list. He got caught up reading it. Looking no, for Chad. Which one's wow. Chad? So there's a bunch of Tony ones. There's Big Top Tony, Bony Tony, Brony Tony, Glut Tony, Rasta Rony Tony. I, I feel Tony like you're Tony. looking at... We, we wanted the one from the 80s. Not yeah, these are every possible. Tasted, Tasted Tony, Terrible Tony, and Trashy Tony. These are all cards. That all were from the 80s, made. though? Those are newer ones. Um... I'm not sure. I have a picture of I have a picture of the Stony Tony one, and that looks like it's from. Oh no, this one's March 2004. Thanks, Chad. Jeez. Sorry. I guess the Sorry. garbage pail kids people were discerning. They're like, "How about Tony Baloney?" Too common. That's a kindergartner goes. insult. Yeah, <laughs> we're not kindergartners here. There's Ooh. Alien Allen and Woody Allen, and then for the bees. There is uh, Bobby Q, Bubble Bob, Bubble Bobby, and Bye Bye Bobby. Got him. Bye Bye Bobby. Identify as a Bubble Bobby. And <laughs> for Brian, there's Brainless Brian, Crying Brian, Drilling Brian, High Flying Brian. Oh I yeah, say, <laughs> Brainless <laughs> Brian is the the '80s one. I want to just like. Calling Brian drilling Brian all the time for the lame shit he does and try to give him high fives. Drilling Brian, hot time. <laughs> yeah. Is there a Chad? Chad, there's char char Chad, Cheap Chad, Chimney Chad, Chisler Chad. A lot of Chad. Chad. I feel sorry Chalking for Chad. Chad those, and those Chop are, Chad. Those are lame. I feel sorry for Chad. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Sorry, go on. Did you Sorry, ever see? Did you ever see the uh, the Garbage Pail Kids movie? Yeah. Oh, they had a movie for that. I tried. Yeah. I, wait, saying, wait, I wait. tried to forget it, but I didn't have to try because I don't remember any of it. Wait, we got an idea for the next episode of Dude, you haven't seen that. No, 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 <laughs> no, we don't. <laughs> I don't think no, you find that movie anywhere. I mean, I I saw I saw it when I was like again like five years old, and even then I was like, this movie's terrible. <laughs> Like, I I was, whoa, it's creepy. It's like it's like uh, puppets. 
but you did. It wasn't Tony CG. did identify with that one scene though, where it was filmed in a park where he had his birthday. Oh yeah, I remember you oh, talking yeah. about that. I remember you speaking glowingly about that movie. It was my birthday. It was someone else's birthday. But I was like, when I saw it, I was like, oh shit, I've been there. <laughs> Tony's the only person in the world with a fond memory associated to the Garbage Pail Kids movie. <laughs> <laughs> I think people that got paid have a fond memory of it. <laughs> But, um, yeah, so anyway, so I started making swords and all that stuff. And then, uh, and then I would grab, did you like, is it just a stick that you knocked all the leaves off and had a pointy end and a handle? Or did you like taper an edge on there to cut people? Nah, it was just, it was just a stick. And, uh, but I, I, so what I used to do was, uh, on almost the, the, the stuff that I made would be like, uh, I'd rub oil on it and then um, heat it up with uh, fire so to make it stiffer. Fire hard <laughs> like a caveman. <laughs> <laughs> You're just whipping just, green oleander around going, I got a, I got a lightsaber. <laughs> well, I, I used to skin the, all the, um, the bark off it. But, to get uh, more of that good sap all over him. <laughs> Wait, did you know it was poisonous at the time none of us knew no i didn't know it grew everywhere in vegas it was used as landscaping bushes in vegas because yeah, like nobody knew. had oleander bushes separating property lines that's how common it was just bright red tony running around with a spear <laughs> <laughs> I just in his underwear, lord of the flies lord of the flies Shouldn't that kid be in school? He just has a spear. I'm not gonna talk to him. You talk. To him. <laughs> <laughs> and then it moved on. And then it moved on to like having like a, like we like a. I found like a broomstick. Oh, no. Or leveling a, up. Yeah, and then they use that as a bow staff. <laughs> thing too. And so one thing was. Uh, what year so, was all this? Then? Is that still second grader, Tony? Uh, this is like second through fourth grade, at least, or fifth grade. This is, this is Ninja Turtle era. Like, this is after the movie came out, right? 1990. So funny. Do you realize Tony spent all this time in this notebook trying to really get precision down his mom's handwriting? So he could run in his backyard and play with both staffs. <laughs> he sounds driven to me. Dedication to his ninja craft. Like to win playing. <laughs> the rest of us had nunchucks made of like peachy folders. So I can't even. So that wasn't even until junior high. We didn't even know what peachy folders were until everyone's using them yeah. in junior high. Yeah. What's a PT folder? Peachy is like the brand name where, you know, everyone had that one beige colored folder where it's just generic athletes. Line art of generic Baseball guy and basketball dude and just uh, a collage of random sports all over it. You're talking about the ones that are just like two sides and they're folding in half? Yeah. Oh, okay. And they're like paper. No, I I had my first set, like I said, my first set was just – it was just a piece of rope taped between two sticks. Todd, <laughs> he was talking about his folder for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> My first folder. This <laughs> piece of rope tied between two sticks. <laughs> I just swing it at the teacher when she asked for my homework. <laughs> but uh, you know, so I used to practice in the in the in the main courtyard of the of the apartments, and um, like I'd be out there with you know nunchucks and stuff. This is, this is when I got finally got ro- real rope ones. And so I'd be out there practicing with them. And like one of the janitors that were, that, that went around the apartments was like, Hey, uh, are you supposed to uh, be doing that out here? What? <laughs> <laughs> are these, these are the, the ones you bought from all martial arts? Yeah. The real ones. Yeah. The good ones. I can't believe a janitor would have to ask that question to a kid swinging nunchucks in a courtyard. <laughs> <laughs> it was the 80s. He didn't know. Or just, it was yeah. probably the 90s by then. He's like, are we filming a movie about kids turning into ninjas? Are we filming three ninjas here? 
But uh, I, also, too, while I was doing that, um, there was some kid's uncle that uh, he did Taekwondo. And he came up to me. And he was like, after, you know, he saw me swinging the nunchucks around. Uh, he came Peter up to me. Uncle. Huh? Or the uncle came up to you? The uncle came up to me. But I knew the kid. But uh, the uncle came up to me and he's like, hey, man, how long have you been doing that? And I was like, I don't know. I forgot, like, two years, maybe. And he's like, you're pretty good. And he goes, you want to do, uh, you want to take a Taekwondo class? And so he asked a couple other kids that if they want to take free Taekwondo classes. And so we went to his uh, backyard. We went to his backyard uh, at his place. I hope the story didn't take a dark turn. I know. I no, hope it no, no, no. You got no. arrested for pedophilia. No. <laughs> we we took a like. Oh no! He's either got to touch his black belt. <laughs> <laughs> No, we went to so we there's a bunch of kids that went to his backyard, and um, uh, you know, like I was just like a favorite one, so he would drive me personally to get there. And uh, are you uh, sure this doesn't take a dark turn? <laughs> no. So I remember we were there, and one of his buddies, uh, other Taekwondo buddies, came out, and he used to have a um, he had a uh, a punching bag that was hanging from the ceiling uh, of his uh, backyard, the uh, whatever it's called. Patio. Patio, yeah. And his his friend came over and he's like, yeah, you guys got to learn this and this and blah, blah, blah. And this, the, but the, the, because it was from, you know, from the beginner's stance. And I was like, this is fucking slow. <laughs> you know, I, I, I didn't like it because it was just like nothing's going on. Tony said, too many forms and fixed positions. <laughs> yeah. Bruce Lee sidesteps out of the place. Yeah. But his uh, friend came over and he kicked a heavy bag and it swung up and hit the roof of the, of the patio. And I was like, holy shit. How old was he? <laughs> huh? Was that an adult? Yeah, I was an adult guy. I think he was like an actual fighter. Oh, this is the guy that... that- the taekwondo teacher brought you to you're saying like he it was his heavy bag you're saying right it was yeah it was his heavy bag but he had another taekwondo friend that came over one time oh and, okay yeah, yeah yeah so uh anyways i saw that dude kick that bag and i was like god damn dude how the fuck because i because when you push the bag especially when you're only like i think i was like nine or something like that when you push the bag around, it's like heavy as fuck. And the guy just did one kick on it, and it was like, bam! Smacked the roof of the, ho- of the house. I was like, I, I couldn't believe it. And then, uh, <laughs> and then uh, he was like, uh, okay, it's time to do like the splits and stretch and all that stuff. And uh, at th- that time, is like when I started, you know, again, I was watching like Van Damme and all that stuff. <laughs> and I was like, I'm going to learn how to do the splits or I'm going to learn how to kick high, like super high. You know, I'm going to put my leg on the top, like top of the bunk, you know, do whatever I can to like do the splits. This is all on your own. You're saying when you started watching. Van yeah. This, this, this is all your own. Yeah. This is all on my own. And, uh, so like one of the things is one of the things I did that I was trying to copy Van Dam is, um, you know, uh, kickboxer when he's got to do the splits you know, with the rope on his ankles. <laughs> yeah. So I tied a rope around my ankles and around the <laughs> bottom of the of the bunk bed <laughs> and try that. to pull them as hard as I can to to try to do the splits. <laughs> Terrible. Terrible. <laughs> but, so bad but, for your uh, knees. <laughs> and then I remember like uh I, I was practicing because I did a lot of practicing by myself. Um just watching movies and like different different stuff and uh when power rangers came out um we used to play power rangers as well and um yeah this this stories make you feel super old too right (laughs) 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 
Yeah, he's naming all the stuff. Is like when I was in second to fourth grade, and you and I were like already graduated from high school. <laughs> Power just came out. We were like twenty two. <laughs> <laughs> so we were doing. We were practicing. We were playing Power Rangers, and we're like like uh, play fighting, and uh, you know I when I've been I was practicing like how to like uh, sweep, and um. So I was like uh, play fighting with my friend, and I swept like not not setting up sweeping, but the one where you get on the ground and you kind of sweep around real quick. Cooler looking one, the cooler. Yeah. yeah. So I did that to him, and I just remember his legs went over his head, and he landed on his back really hard. And I was like, oh, oh, shit. My bad, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize how good I got at it. I didn't realize you would fall. Huh? I didn't realize you would fall. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't, I really didn't. I, that's the first time I ever did it, so I didn't realize exactly. I didn't know how how much of an impact that would make. But, uh, <laughs> anyways. But uh, so some other things that we used to do in the those apartments were um, like we used to play this game called Ditchem. We made up, and it's basically it was basically you made up that we all played, huh? And that you made up that we all played. I don't know if we all played. I don't know who all well, played it. I just ex- I just remember we did it out of apartment. Yeah, explain the rules. It, it, it's basically it's basically tag, but on teams. Yeah, I think everyone in the country played that as a kid. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know what's funny is we thought we made it up when we played it, <laughs> but we oh, we, we, <laughs> we all claim that. So we we'd be playing this till like two o'clock in the morning, you know, and then we were, when we were done, we'd all hang out in the uh, there's in the middle of the courtyard. There's a park, like a uh, jungle gym and swing set is, and stuff. That. Is this still second to fourth grade, Tony? I think this is fourth grade. Two in the morning. Oh. Yeah. So um, uh, we'd be hanging after we were done. You know, everyone got caught. Uh, we'd hang out in the park on the jungle gym and stuff like that. And uh, the ghetto birds would come flying by. And they shine <laughs> <laughs> they, they they the light on us in the middle of the park. And, and uh, we just all, they'd be like, 20 kids out there just flipping them off. <laughs> <laughs> Were they shining the spotlight on you? Yeah, they shine the spotlight on us. And the other thing we used to do is that that jungle gym, it was a pretty big jungle gym. It's, it wasn't like a... I haven't seen one around like that again. But it was like... like I'd say 20 feet wide. And maybe is like... The big, the big dome you're saying? Yeah, it was a huge dome. But uh, they made the mistake of not nailing it down. So <laughs> we would take the, because we didn't like the janitor, and uh, we would take the jungle gym, and you'd be like, you know, again, like 20 kids out there, like at 2 o'clock in the morning, and we'd drag the jungle gym out of the park and into, like, the grassy area. Like next, <laughs> next to the place. So, was there uh, a specific? Was there a specific reason you didn't like the janitor, or is it just because he's a uh, an old man? No, nah, he was he was he was kind of a prick. Just like a hey kids, I don't like you smoking in the courtyard and swinging nunchucks. You're like <laughs> yeah. this old man trying to step on a good time. Yeah, like, Can you stop moving, <laughs> Jeff. Like fuck him, we're gonna keep moving this jungle. Jim. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we did too. We continued to do that. Yeah, and then one of the other things is, uh, at some point they started taking out some of the grass around the whole area. I mean, it's a, these are pretty big apartments, um, and they started taking uh, the grass out of some areas and replacing them with, with rocks. And as soon as they did that, we were having like rock fights. Oh my god! So there were like rocks like all over the place. Like we'd we'd empty out the rock wherever the rocks were area was, we'd empty those out by like just throwing them at each other. <laughs> Explain that to like the super not the superintendent but whoever manages the property. Like yeah, we just you know that we had a playground 
they kept moving it. So we put rocks. They're throwing them at each other. Um, <laughs> we invented this game called Rock Fight. Like <laughs> 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 the whole thing's gone. Can you? The, I, I I've gotten a few rock fights myself. They never end well. I was gonna say I have questions about Rock Fight. Is rock everyone still never... friends during Rock Fight? No, everyone just joins. It becomes like uh, it's really angry. What are the flies? And now I have a reason. Yeah. I think this is how wars get formed because people just start shooting at each other for no, they're like, fuck that other guy that's shooting at me. Somebody just filled this <laughs> courtyard with guns. <laughs> <laughs> we figured war. out how to a kid problem. War. <laughs> like that conspiracy theory of crates of automatic weapons showing up in Chicago and, and Compton and stuff. <laughs> CIA is working with the janitor. <laughs> Janitor's like, yeah, I don't like these kids. Like, we got a way of dealing with them. Hey, we did a prototype program of leaving rocks. Turns out they use them against each other. Let's phase this up. <laughs> I, I don't know if I ever did this on the pad, podcast or if I ever told it on the podcast. But um, did I tell you anything about like a, a vending machine? Not that I know of. Not sure yet. Okay. So um, uh, back behind, like, the main main part of the apartments, um, they had a laundromat, of, like a full-size laundromat. And um, uh, there was, a, like, a soda machine in there. So one guy was like, I think I know how to get free soda out of there. And we're like, oh, shit, let's do this. And what happened was, so if there was like a, you know, out of order light on, on the soda machine. Um, if you busted that and then poured soapy water down it, um, it would, he said it would probably probably, probably uh, spit it out, all the soda. Oh, he was just guessing. Did he, I wonder yeah. if he based it on soap as a lubricant so the machine would be too slippery to hold sodas. <laughs> I don't know where he got the idea. I have no idea. And somebody poured water all over a thing and it just high, got high-wired and just shot out soda. <laughs> Same principle. Yeah, like, on, so... like on Maximum Overdrive where that soda machine was killing kids. <laughs> what? <laughs> on next week's episode of Dude, You Haven't Seen That, Maximum Overdrive. Maximum Overdrive. <laughs> so anyway, so... Um... It was again. It's like late one night. I think it was like three o'clock in the morning or something like that. And uh, we were like, "Okay, let's do this." So we got pillowcases and stuff like that. And uh, for all we the soda you imagine that it's thrown <laughs> out of the machine. No, well, so we we you know broke the the um, that light that out of service light. We broke that and then poured um, the 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 uh, soapy water down there. And it did like a flash of electricity, like all the way up from all the buttons and stuff like that. Like when the Jawa shot R two D two. Yeah. So <laughs> you can see that it just went, and then the the they had you know there was like a usually a light, like a backlit light on there mm -hmm. that flickered the shit, you know, like crazy. And it, you, it, it just didn't feel right. It was like it was, it was going crazy. And then um, uh, it started spitting out all the sodas. It worked. Oh, my God, it worked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but we were, like, scared because we just busted this soda machine up. So but What did you think would happen? It would just be like, oh, you got me. Have some sodas, kids. I can't hold these <laughs> sodas. But I'm still okay internally. Well, just because the react, the uh, – Oh, the electricity. Uh, yeah, that, and yeah, it just didn't look right. It was just, like, scary. So we ran out. <gasps> you didn't even grab the free sodas. Well, later on, like, we waited, like, you know, maybe half hour or something like that. And then we went back in, like, you know, we were like, uh, hey, man, you go in there. <laughs> go check, go check if the, how many sodas came out. And then uh, he's like, no, 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 you go in there. Check how many sodas came out. 
I'm like, no, 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 you go in there. Hey, send this other guy in there. <laughs> <laughs> and then we, you know, we had this argument for a while because we didn't know, no one wanted to go back into the laundromat. I can imagine the fourth grader mentality of the cops are clearly being called for a faulty <laughs> venue. <laughs> like so the team's alarm. already on its way. <laughs> yeah. So eventually, Did you guys hear a helicopter? Huh? Did you guys hear a helicopter? I'm not <laughs> going back. <laughs> so uh, eventually, like a few of us went in back in there and we're like, holy shit, there's like so many sodas on the ground. We're gonna need more pillowcases. <laughs> <laughs> so we just started grabbing all these fucking sodas, and then we were like, "Hurry, hurry, 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 hurry! Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go!" You know, like we were, you know, doing a heist, and then well, we you got were. all these, yeah. <laughs> and then we grabbed all these sodas and fucking booked it. So I came home with a bunch of sodas, and my mom was like. You know, the next day, she's like, where are all these sodas come from? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> they just you didn't even think like, that part out. You're like, I don't know where to stash the loot. Yeah. <laughs> I just put them in the fridge. Mom <laughs> won't notice. Tony Bologna, whose sodas are these? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. That's it? Did she just happily drink them with you? Yeah, I was going to say, then Tony has to be all twitching and mad when she starts drinking. I mean, like, my soap... I mean, I don't know who sodas those are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, no, I mean, again, I just denied everything. <laughs> you know, she I can't imagine it. she's falling for it. She just doesn't have the energy to, like, follow up. I don't know what it was, but it was just. Uh, I was just asking before everyone stepped on me. Did your mom <laughs> like, have her hands full with your uh, stepfather that she never even thought about you after a while? Oh, um, I'm glad we stepped on Bobby. <laughs> actual question, because it seems like she finds like evidence, like she, Tony's not going to school and he's breaking everything in his apartment complex out at two in the morning. <laughs> I know he's not in bed right now, but it's two in the morning, so I don't give a shit. Like, what happened? <laughs> um, well, at one point, uh, his brother came and stayed with us for a little bit. And... Uh, I know he he borrowed uh, my stepdad's truck to go to Mexico, and um, she was like really against it, and they were having fights about that all the time. And and uh, so finally, eventually, I guess uh, he won over and let let his brother borrow the truck. Well, so his brother went to Mexico and then crashed the truck. Huh. <laughs> yeah. And so then they fought about that. I, was I just, went, uh, yeah, go ahead. They're just like constant screaming at each other, and you're just like walking out the front door to go play, fuck with the soda machine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> BRB, you're going to have a rock fight. All cases in hand. Like, <laughs> they don't even look at you. Like, you even say that thing <laughs> where you're like, I'm going to go have a rock fight now. And they're just like still screaming. You're like, okay. <laughs> just and, then you test you. <laughs> and then I'm thinking about robbing the soda machine. <laughs> just keep adding crimes like just i'll make room in the fridge they're not paying attention to me oh this is sad this is awesome. oh. sad it's very 80s oh yeah it's like, so 80s like kids adventuring out on their own well this is probably 90s parenting. by now it's, it's, very, 80s, early 90s. it's around the same era latchkey parenting like, yeah it's like too busy kill, going at each other's throats didn't care what their kids doing yeah, like, um, I forgot one time uh, we did get in trouble. Like me and my brother got in trouble, and I forgot why. I forgot what we did, but my mom was like, um, "That's how you know he didn't learn his lesson." <laughs> <laughs> like she used to use this belt on us. This is like a chunti belt, which is like a really thick leather decorated belt. And she used to hit us with that. And, um, but then she's like, you know, you guys using this, the belt didn't, uh, didn't, uh, scare us from doing stupid shit. So, uh, she said she had us, like, uh, she put like dry, um, rice in a small bowl 
and made us put our um, knees in the rice and then put us in the corner. Oh, that sounds harsh. I thought it, I thought it was like ninja training where like you had to keep stabbing the rice with your hands, and she's like, "This isn't <laughs> working. Stab your hands in this dirt." <laughs> that would have been easier. <laughs> I, no, yeah, I can't imagine knees on rice. Yeah, that fucking sucked. But Did that you was learn like, your it, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like? I knew the answer when I asked. <laughs> Does it sound like I learned my lesson? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> it only made it stronger, better kung fu. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, did you have any kind of ninja outfits at all, or like, or or ninja turtle headbands or anything, or eye bands? No, um, I forgot. Someone, uh, I, I was taking the bus one time. And this dude on the bus was like, uh, I don't know what he practiced, whatever, but he was sitting there meditating or something like that on the bus, this white guy. And he gave me, he's like, here, you want these? They don't fit me anymore. They don't fit. And he gave me ninja boots. And I was just like. Just a random <laughs> white guy on the bus did that? What neighborhood yeah. is this? People are just doing martial arts <laughs> lessons and handing out ninja gear. <laughs> practicing his nunchucks in the bus. That's why. Is this what bad neighborhoods are like? It's because oh. I sh- I didn't grow up in one. I thought it'd be. I didn't know it'd be awesome. Let me tell you what neighborhood he grew up in, Bobby. The eighties. <laughs> jealous. Jealous. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> I had video games. I guess. Oh. <laughs> And I had uh, I had karate pants, you know, the kind with the that that the gusset in the crotch. Yeah, that. Yeah, I had I had a pair of those. I forgot where I got those from. Not oh, all martial arts, probably. No, he probably did. Rode his bike or three miles or whatever, and then changed in all martial arts. Yeah, his <laughs> underwear. Hey, kid, just, don't do that. <laughs> just, just let this on the floor. You can keep these. I'll never need them again. <laughs> <laughs> But I used to use those to practice. Did, wait, did you wear the ninja shoes? The ninja boots? Yeah. Did they fit? Like Cinderella fit? <laughs> <laughs> no, they were they were they were a little big at that time. Okay. But um one other thing is like I got really into um like uh stand-up comedy. <laughs> <laughs> What kind of mix is this? This is an awesome mix right here. <laughs> so, uh, what I used to do is like, because, um, you know, the stand up back then, like, like stand up comedy didn't come on till like after 12 o'clock. Yeah, it so, was it was not as common back then. But this is before, yeah. this is before late night tag fighting. You would watch it. <laughs> yeah. So, I, I would, uh, I would, we had, Somebody gave us one of those uh, exercise trampolines. <laughs> like the little ones that you like yeah. jog in place on the trampoline? Yeah. So someone gave us, gave us one of those. And uh, I'd be out in the living room. I'd roll it out and then, you know, just sit there and jump on that while I'm watching uh, stand-up comedy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then I'd be up to like... Jitsu and stand-up comedy at the same time. <laughs> yeah, so I'd be up to like, you know, three o'clock in the morning, something like that, four o'clock in the morning. And then uh, you know, whenever they whenever it finished. And but there's but there was a couple times where you know, I guys I was guess I was making too much noise, like laughing too much or whatever. And uh I woke up my my mom and she's like, What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> It's like I'm just watching TV. <laughs> Eddie Murphy is gonna be big forever. Do <laughs> <laughs> no wrong. Just bouncing around the house in his trampoline. That's awesome. Imagine if, like you you saw a TV show where a kid is doing ninja stuff on a trampoline while watching stand up comedy. You'd be like, this writer doesn't understand children. <laughs> 
Especially the episode where he had the rock fight at two in the morning. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we stay out pretty late. Can I go back to rock fighting? I have a question. Bobby and Tony. Since Bobby and Tony both got in rock fights, I have a question where if it gets out of hand and you get mad at another person, do you throw rocks harder at them or do you actually just fight fight? Go, it's usually you go until uh, first blood, and then people and get mad. Like, feelings no, are hurt. Realize this was not a great idea. <laughs> it's like it's one of those things, like that Tony uh, flipping slipping a kid with his uh, uh, his kick is uh, uh, sweeping. Oh, sweeping the kid. Yeah, yeah they probably they probably didn't go on to play more Power Rangers after that. <laughs> does, first blood, does first blood mean head wound yeah. or scratch flesh on the arm or leg? Probably a head wound. Head wound. You know, everybody has scraped bleeding knees and elbows. No one's stopping. Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. Like, the rock fight started with everybody with scraped knees. (laughs) That's why they had a rock fight. Picking up all them rocks. (laughs) As as someone who suffered a head wound by getting hit in the head with a rock and bleeding profusely, I have a hard time accepting that kids would have rock fights. (laughs) (laughs) Kids, kids will. uh... Kids will join sides. Even kids that we didn't know were like joining sides. Do you, are there people that are there to single out a kid they've always wanted to throw rocks at? That's usually that sounds, not like, that sounds like a Tony question. We we usually play teams. But, but were you, was like, there a kid on the other team that you were targeting? I mean, nah, nah. Oh, just whoever, whoever did you guys like, do that thing where you divided each other? You got two team leaders and they said picked like Timmy. Oh, like, you didn't like, play fights like pickup sports. They pick like kickball teams. They're picking rock fight teams. <laughs> I, I remember. Um, so you know, there's a ditch that uh, goes to Las Vegas, right? Mm-hmm. The wash. The wash. Yeah. At some points, it becomes really like um, there's a lot of plant life in there, you know. And we used to, we used to catch like uh, crayfish from there. Um, and one time uh, we caught like a whole bucket load of crayfish, crawdads or whatever. And uh, we're like, you know, making them fight each other. And some dude came along and was like. Serial killers. <laughs> some dude came along and was like, hey, man, you going to eat that? <laughs> and I was like, ew. No, I'm not, yeah, ew, I'm not eating this. We got this out of the, the, the fucking the wash you know we could be called the creek but uh we're like you know we got that out of the wash so he's like can i have some we're like okay so he he took them and then you know boiled them or whatever oh, thank God. I, I thought he's gonna eat them raw i thought his head sucking right in front of you guys <laughs> no he brought, he brought him back and he's like you guys want to try some like, oh God, no! That's fucking disgusting. <laughs> but there was to this day, I agree with Tony. Yeah. So, um, but anyways, eat any washcraw? What's that? Want to eat any washcraw, Brian? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to eat like actual edible crawdads. Tony, was that dude like homeless? Nah, he was one of the guys in the apartments. What is this world? <laughs> so bad. The 1980s, Bobby. Uh, it was a magical yeah. time. My adults just approached children and took their craw. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he asked. He asked. And then me. offered it back to him. He didn't try to sell it back. He wasn't looking for a profit. You could take a child to your house to teach Taekwondo and not be creepy, I guess. Yeah. They're not evil like corporations today. <laughs> they never tackle and grapple class. I don't know where Alan is going with his. Uh, oh, no, Alan was trying to get political too, so yeah. I was just trying to impress Brian. I remain unimpressed. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we, you know, I did. We did. Uh, I we, I took one of those uh, crawdads, um, and you know they, they're they're red, right? Yeah. They're red right after you boil them, though. No, no, they're they're red when you catch them. Oh, so they okay. So um, I took one of those and then I put it in the fish tank, 
And uh, like after maybe a year or so, I forgot how long it took, but it turned blue, like bright blue. I was like, that's weird. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't understand. I don't know enough about that crawl life. Is is it weird? I don't know. (laughs) No, there's a lot of blue crawfish. I've seen them. It's like a normal thing. Yeah. But anyway, I feel, like, I feel like Tony was living like 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 the East Coast life, like you know, like but he but he was in Vegas, so he had to do with what he had. So instead of like snowball fights, they'd have like rock fights. Yeah, it does feel like, like that. Though, right? feel like, like Vegas was wild, but uh, but it does feel like he had that '80s movie East Coast life, but in yeah. Vegas. Yeah, like they didn't they didn't they have like rivers and and like ponds and lakes and on the East Coast, but over here we have like a wash. And that's where he gets his his crawfish. Yeah, he he can't pluck oak tree branches. He has to get oleander bushes. Uh-huh. Did you find porn in the um, desert? Man, who didn't? The <laughs> <laughs> right of passage living in Vegas. Hey, there's more desert porn. There's a dog <laughs> run. There's a dog run um, that has like had like uh, plants overhanging. Like uh, all the way to the ground, I don't know what kind of plants they were, but like they was they like, over the wall on the dog run, and they would hang to the ground. And uh, me and a couple of my friends hid like we found like uh, some porn books, and we would hide them behind there. <laughs> and every now and then, we'd go look at them, like, "Oh, what is she doing?" <laughs> like, hey, 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 you. You want to stop? Put down the rocks. Put down the rocks for a minute. You want to go look at porn behind the bush? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, these rocks kind of hurt anyway. Yeah. And I got a big oleander rash. Let's just look at porn. <laughs> Tony's living oh. that stand by me life. You want to see a naked body? <laughs> <laughs> Grab a few cokes from the fridge and put it in the sleeping bags, and we're going to go down in the pillowcases. <laughs> the pillowcases. We're going down to see the bodies and watch. Then they have a rock fight. Try that. This is awesome life, man. Wash yeah. crawl. That like yeah. all his this whole episode is like a great coming of age eighties child movie. <laughs> but set in the wrong age, place. Though? Did he come of age? No, no. We need the story today. No, but Chad, we need that Vegas representation in that in that genre. I don't know. Yeah, it's like it's got to be back in the day because you're not sure if this kid's a hero. When he, th- <laughs> like, <laughs> like that be- movie, like that movie, mid nineties. Did yeah, you guys? Yeah, same thing. Mid nineties. I never saw mid nineties. Well, it came out like it came out like two years ago. Yeah, it's not. It's not from the mid nineties. Yeah. Uh, Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill. Uh, did he write it or just? I think he directed it. Yeah. It's a trip. It seems like Tony would have been living that life. <laughs> he already did. <laughs> I like how you were like we invented this one tag game, but the thing you really were like more interesting was crawfishing and uh, doing rock rock fights and stealing from soda machines. Yeah, like, the soda machine heist. <laughs> Ocean's Eleven Cans is the more interesting. Yeah, story. I don't think we're gonna put down in your memoirs invented tag game. <laughs> no, it's a good progression because it starts with the first time I ever saw a bushfire. We're like, what? And he's like, I'm making ninja weapons out of old hander bushes and ditching school in second grade. What? We had rock <laughs> fights and broken the soda vending machine. It's just an escalation. <laughs> the only thing this needs is a recurring villain. Or a, de- or a dead body. That janitor or a dead body. Bullies that you all threw rocks oh, at. Yeah, speaking of that, speaking of dead bodies... My my brother had a friend, and um, the friend invited him to uh, come to the apartment and uh, spend the night because they were having uh, some kind of slumber party, right? And um, so what happened was uh, this guy's brother that lived there or I think, I don't, I don't know if he lived there at the same time, but I forgot. But, um, he always seemed like a cool guy. He didn't seem like, you know, whatever. 
uh, he had a friend knock on the front door of the apartment and um, he crawled over the, the roof. There's a second floor. He crawled over the roof and came onto the patio and um, uh, he was looking to shoot his stepdad. Dude. But his mom opened the door and so he ended up shooting. He didn't couldn't see or whatever. So he ended up shooting his mom. Oh, this is the part of your brother's God. at? No, uh, for I forgot what reason, but for whatever reason, uh, when my when my brother was like, "I'm gonna go, I'm gonna sleep over at his house," she was like, "No, you're not." So she, you know, so they the lady he killed his mom, and um, there was a song. Like I said there was a song party with like a bunch of girls, the sister, and all that. And um, the slumber party was at the house. Yeah, the apartment. It's, yeah, the second story apartment. Dude. They were there. So they had to, um, the fire department had to come in and they had to crawl out the back window to get to get her down because her body was blocking the front door. Oh, man. Because of the like the crime scene investigation. Yeah, because they couldn't they couldn't push the door open. Oh, oh, oh my god. So um <clears throat> the next morning my mom well I think she was going to the laundromat or something and uh he was on the 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 kid the the brother the the bigger brother or whatever the one that that shot um he was in the in the park and he was just sitting on the swing and my mom came over to him. She goes, hey, what's up? What's wrong? And he's like, just was like out of it. And she's like, okay, I'll just leave you alone then. But that's after he already shot the, the mom. Tony, we're writing this movie. We're all writing it as a D&D production. <laughs> Lost Vegas. Dude, Lost Ve- Dude, it's some tame story like mid-90s gets made. That's what I'm saying. Money. Lost Vegas is a... Uh... Making Tony rich. (laughs) If you're struggling to write your book, this is your book. (laughs) I don't know what to write. What should I write about? Change your name from Tony to Baloney, and you have your character. (laughs) (laughs) It's about this kid in Vegas named Baloney. Put those soda cans down, Baloney. Everybody just call him Baloney. Hey, Tony Baloney. Stop calling me that. I hate that my name rhymes with Tony. (laughs) <laughs> oh here's the other thing here's the other thing is um my mom uh was i guess uh close with the the manager of the apartment complex so she had to go in there she they asked her if she could clean up the mess oh my god so she had to wipe the like brains off the wall and stuff like that <laughs> That's even a plot to a movie, isn't it? People maybe yeah. starting up a crime scene cleaning business. It also it's sad that that sounds like the middle of Las Vegas now. Like the movie still goes after that murder. <laughs> it has to end with a feel good rock fight. <laughs> <laughs> Does it? It feels like there after that, like Tony's lost the taste for throwing rocks. No, that's what I'm saying. Like Tony feels like he's growing up and he has to put away childish things. And then they're like, it's too serious. And then a kid throws a rock at him and he's like, stop it. And the kid throws another rock and then Tony throws him back. Then it's just a happy ending fade to white while they're having a rock fight. Just while pleasant music is playing. What's a good nineties alt rock song we could play for that. I have no idea. Like some third eye blind or something. Tony has so many. Something from Tony's playlist. Streets have no name. (laughs) Um, <laughs> you could, I, I picture it differently where he's just like he uh, has to nunchuck his emotions out <laughs> like, <laughs> like the punch fighting scene from Hot Rod the, 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 the punch dance. dance yeah that's where he's doing he's like um, he's t- nunchucking so hard that even the janitor doesn't want to approach him he uh, no, no, even better like that skateboarding scene from Gleaming the Cube where he's gleaming the cube guys this movie right. needs to happen I'm not, yeah, I'm not joking, Tony. 
<laughs> write the screenplay. I wanted, I wanted to <laughs> call it early nineties, where he gets all the coke pops, the the coke, the coke, and then he can. Uh, that's when he starts a Tony Snack Shack. <gasps> Full circle, and that's his idea. That's his idea. Oh, I got to start a, a little business here. A lighthearted fighting film. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's a lighthearted fight. It only starts with a guy on fire in the mountains. <laughs> My daughter watched it. We get Van Damme to play you. He's like wearing shorts and like <laughs> old Van Damme is child Tony rock fighting, <laughs> shoving sodas into a bag. <laughs> 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 Chad, please make Van Damme noises. That's been Atomic Mind Dump. Atomic Mind Dump.